Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where you're a appealing guy, man. A g- guy, man? <laughs> okay, I got... Okay, what about this one? Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where this is a lovely children's carnival! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's an option. That's an option. She's so mad. I know. Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where no one is really buying this, right? <laughs> I'm Gary. I'm Ross. And this week we're talking about the 2006 comedy, She's the Man, starring Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes! And Channing Tatum. That I care less about. I know you do. That I care much less about. This movie came out on St. Patty's Day. How apt. <laughs> we're getting close to St. Patty's Day. We didn't even Day. know that that was going to be a thing. No, we didn't know. Great timing, Ross and Carrie. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. And you can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or you can always go to our Podbean page and get our custom RSS link for the pod player of your choice. Isn't that convenient? I'm sorry, all I'm thinking about now is RSS Titanic. <laughs> oh my god. It's No, it's RMS. See, I'm a bad history buff. <laughs> Viola was facing a fate worse than death. Ta-da! Sorry, Mom, I have a strict no-ruffles policy. Until her twin brother, Sebastian. Where are you going? London, for a couple of weeks. What are you going to do about school? I was kind of hoping you could help me with that. Showed her a way out. Could you just, like, pretend to be me? You want me to... Turned you into your brother? Nobody in Elyria has even met Sebastian. They wouldn't know the difference. Now, she's headed to Elyria Academy. Let's go kick cow! Where the men have games and the women have attitude. Hey there, pretty lady. Ew, girls with butts like mine do not talk to boys with faces like yours. <laughs> what up? We're gonna be tight, bro! Seriously, how old are you? I skipped a couple grades. <laughs> There is something odd about that new boy. You are so busted! But at this school, everyone's got a secret. Duke wants Olivia. Do you like cheese? Who wants Sebastian. Isn't he cute? How you doing, babe? Who is really Viola, whose brother is dating Monique. So she hates Olivia, who's dating Duke, to make Sebastian jealous. What does your heart tell you? Huh? Which one would you rather see naked? Is really Viola getting jealous because she wants Duke, who thinks she's a guy? Okay, okay. Um. She's the Man is actually a modern adaptation of William Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. I love that in many like modern retellings of this story, the female twin does impersonate the male twin because that's not what happens in the play. It's not? No, she just like makes some stuff up. She just impersonates a person she makes up. Oh. Not her twin brother. Oh. All right, Ross, I, we need to front load this conversation with a little discussion about one Amanda Bynes. I love her. I miss her. I know. I wish she'd come back to sanity. She has serious mental illness. I and know. I think it's always been there, but something happened in 2012. You don't just randomly start setting fires in driveways. Yeah, like, I know. And she had some hit and runs and... She threw a bong out the window of a Manhattan skyscraper when the cops came to bust her for the weeds. <laughs> and now she has face tattoos 
Two, count them, two face tattoos. She just looks rough, bless her soul. I know. And I'm just like, I'm looking at pictures of her. You know, sometimes you do that with celebrities. You get on the Google and you're like, so-and-so 2020. (laughs) I want to know what they look like now. And I'm looking at these pictures and I'm just like, Amanda, please. I know. Yeah, like. Amanda, please. Like. I wish life had been kinder to her. Yeah, and it wasn't all her fault. I know. But she was so good for so long. Okay. We got Amanda Bynes out of the way. Now let's talk about the other motherfuckers in this film. There's uh, Ch- uh, Chatham. <laughs> Don't do this. Chatham ate, ate him. His name is Channing Tatum. Tanning Chatham. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you're, you're gonna be like this. Listen, aren't you? I don't think that he's God's gift to acting. <laughs> of course not. And I don't think he thinks that either. <laughs> he's a nice boy. Yeah, he's nice. I think I could be good friends with him. But like, he's just <laughs> he's beautiful. We're coasting on looks here. <laughs> he's beautiful. We're coasting on looks, and he can be funny. I think he's very he funny. Can, he can be funny. And you know, he's basically in Hollywood now because of Amanda Bynes. Like, she begged them to put him in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he credits her with, like, getting him going. Well, go- uh, Channing, will you reach out to Amanda <laughs> and see what's going on? He probably has. <laughs> yeah. They look like they have. They had a lot of fun yeah, they doing this movie. A lot of good chemistry. We have David Cross. <laughs> I love David Cross. I can't with David Cross. I said he's, like, the millennial Andy Dick. <laughs> Stop it. I, I How just, dare you do that to David Cross? I like David Cross in like Arrested <laughs> Development and that's it. It's amazing though. Though no, it's funny. I can't. It's that same Tobias Funke energy. And pretty much the rest of these actors I really just want to mention when we get to them. Yeah, let's talk about it when we let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Shall we do this? Yes. So I'll just do this. Sorry. This opening is grossly millennial. I know. I I, I hate it. It's a soccer montage set to a girl rock band tune. All this blotchy camera work. It's all about soccer, baby. When I was, I was very excited to do this film. And I was like, oh, it's another fucking sports film. Oh, no. I didn't even realize. This is, soccer is really a footnote in this story. It's a narrative device. It informs the whole plot, though. It's, It's a plot device. We're being introduced to Viola Hastings. She's a star of the Cornwall soccer team, the women's soccer team. Mm-hmm. She's got a dumb boyfriend named Justin, mm-hmm. who I really despise. Yeah. And you, I, don't, you don't like him from the get-go. No. He's a Cedric Diggory-looking motherfucker, and you just know he was the golden boy. He, he gets anything he wants. And he's a douche. Yeah, he's, he's a tremendous douchebag. He is the douchebag captain of the boys' soccer team. Uh-huh. And they're like a power couple. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, you are really getting good. Oh, you too. I mean, when we first started going out, you couldn't kiss at all. I mean, it's soccer. Probably already better than half the guys on my team. <laughs> Probably more than half. <laughs> hmm. The girls' team is like on their way out to the field. And they to realize, practice. To practice. <laughs> and they realize the boys' team is out there on their turf time. The girls' team got cut. Yeah, with, like without a visit from administration, literally just without like, a pamphlet, without an email. They had to hear from somebody running to catch up for practice. <laughs> yeah, the girls' team's just been cut, kaput, kiss it goodbye. This is where I want to talk about Robert Torty. <laughs> Who's Robert Torty? Robert Torty 
is the man who plays the coach. The boys team coach? Yeah, what's his... Coach Pistonek. <laughs> no, you're lying that to me. That is P-I-S-T-O-N-E-K. Hi, girls. I heard the bad news. Bad? It's a disaster. Now college scouts, they won't even get to see us play. Yeah. I know. If there's anything I can do, you just say the word. As a matter of fact, there is. We want to try out for the boys team. <laughs> Uh, anything besides that. Robert Torty <laughs> is the name of the man who plays um, Coach Pistonek, and I'm about to blow some cobwebs off of your little brain, okay? Oh, uh, let me take a drink. Carrie Ann and I know Robert Torty from childhood. Tell me. In 1998, Uh-oh. the famous Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Joseph and the <gasps> Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat was made into um, direct <laughs> video release. Ross, he's Pharaoh! He's Pharaoh! Pharaoh is in the building! When I was wandering alone at the banks of the river when seven fat cows came out of the Nile. Oh, yeah. The girls asked the male coach, can we, like, Pistonek? Pistonek? Yeah, they asked Pist- They asked Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> they asked Coach Pharaoh yeah. if they can play on the boys team. And he hides behind science to... No, he does not because there's no science happening here. <laughs> girls here... I want to try out for the team. <laughs> I'm not serious. All right. You're all excellent players. But girls aren't as fast as boys. What? Or strong. Or as athletic. Uh, this is not me talking. It's a scientific fact. What did I say during a league of their own? Men who People would be like, well, we can't do the stats the same. And we can't have the same rules. Because it's just different. It's a scientific fact. M- men and women are so different. Like, please. Viola turns to Justin. She's like, Justin, back me up here. She wants him to weigh in. And she's like, what do you think? I think the coach said it all. Yesterday you told me that I was better than half the guys on your team. What? <laughs> I never said that. What are you talking about? Why are you lying? Well, end of discussion. Fine. End of relationship. And just like that, toxic masculinity kills the first relationship in this movie. Great writing. Oh, my God. So I'm glad she cuts him loose there at the beginning. (laughs) But don't worry. We haven't seen the last of Justin. If Justin were a greater part of his plot, I wouldn't watch it. (laughs) I know. I wouldn't watch the movie. I can barely tolerate Monique. Speaking of Monique, it's time to meet Monique. Because I think what we realize is that Viola, hoodie up, earbuds in, looks a lot like her twin brother, Sebastian. From behind, yes. yes. And Monique's literally like stumbling up the sidewalk in heels behind her like, Sebastian, Sebastian, Sebastian. Ew, it's you. God, you and your brother look scary alike from the back. I think it's your total lack of curves. I'm looking for Sebastian. Where is he? I don't know. Just remind your brother how lucky he is to be in my life and tell him to give me a call if he wants to stay in it. Okay? Okay. Does he have your number? 1-800-BIOTCH. Ross, can you name that actress without Googling it? Her name is Alex Breckenridge. She's in in Big Fat Liar? Is she really? You can add the... Oh, is that not where you were going to say? No, she's in American Horror Story, Murder House. No. Yes. Wait, no. This yes. is different. This is a different person. No, it's not. Yeah, no. No, it's not. He's gonna Why does out. she look so different to me? It's the is hair. It the hair? It's the hair. Monique is a superficial, annoying twit. 
and she will unfortunately be with us throughout. Sebastian's always trying to break up with her. She's always trying to tell him, you can't break up with me. It's not over until I say it is. Oh, I hate that. I hate those people. Those kind of people are the reason why we can't have nice things. (laughs) And we go in the house, and her mom is Julie Haggerty. From Airplane, guys. Oh, my God. Beautiful gowns for my darling debutante. Mom, have I not told you a thousand times I have no interest in being a debutante? It's totally archaic. How could I wind up with a daughter who only wants to kick a muddy ball around a field all day? Well, the world has been set right, Mom. They cut my team. So to get away from Mom, we head upstairs to talk to Bub. This is where we get introduced to twin brother Sebastian. There's no Wikipedia page for Sebastian's actors, so I'm not (laughs) quite sure what else he's been in. I recognize him from a couple of guest episodes on Smallville. Oh my god. Those were good episodes. You used to be obsessed with the Smallville. There was something about liver disease and people bleeding from their eyes. It was a good good storyline. I liked it. Sebastian is really playing the whole divorce parents against one another thing. Sometimes it pays to have your parents divorced. You can lie to one, say you're at the others. Sebastian's doing this whole thing where he lies to both of his parents about staying at the other's house, and instead, he's gonna go to London for two weeks. Wait, where are you going? London, for a couple of weeks. As in London, England? Yeah, my band got a slot in a music festival there. Okay, what are you gonna do about school? I was kind of hoping you could help me with that. Could you just, like, Pretend to be mom, call Lyria, tell them I'm sick. Something good that sounds like it would last for two weeks like Mad Cow. While he's telling her all of this, he's like lowering his shit out the window. Yes. With a rope so that his mother can't see that he's leaving. He's going out the window. He is, he's running away. <laughs> Basically. He is running away to London. Viola's like, this is stupid. You can't just do this. <laughs> And he's like, I don't care. Thanks for handling everything, sis. Bye. (laughs) And then just falls out the window. This is where Viola gets the bright idea that she's going to impersonate her brother for his first two weeks of school at his new school. By the way, he got kicked out of the old one for skipping. Mm -hmm. She's going to just be him (laughs) (laughs) so she can play soccer. She's like, if you can't join him, beat him. Because Cornwall, her old high school, they're going to play a big game against Illyria, which is where Sebastian's supposed to be going. And she she doesn't have a team at Cornwall anymore. Nope. This is where we get to meet pretty Paul. Oh, she goes to her best gay, Paul. Yeah, her best gay, Paul. I love Paul. Paul's very cute. He is adorable. He does a good job. And he's very mid-aughts with his black Mm button-down and his white tie Mm -hmm. and his frosted blonde hair. Yes, it was all about the frosted tips. I know. Thanks, JT. (laughs) You want me to turn you into your brother? That's right. I'm going to Elyria Sebastian. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make the boys' soccer team there. And then in 12 days, I'm going to beat the Cornwall boys' team. That's right. Okay. You've taken way too many soccer balls to the head. Like, she reversed Mrs. Doubtfire's Paul, (laughs) and she's just like, will you make me a man? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Makeover montage. Who can turn the world on with a smile? We're experimenting with facial hair fake mustaches. She's following men around, trying to learn how to mimic their behavior. I said, attempting to man montage is funny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We're binding our breasts, and like she's packing all of her stuff for school. We're putting on wigs. Yes. And... (laughs) Like, she gets all of her shit put together and is, like, walking out the door. I love this. And mom's like, where are you going? And she's like, 
I told you, I'm going to dad's for two weeks. And she's like, no, you didn't. And you're not going. (laughs) She didn't think that mom was going to have any follow-up questions. We've hardly spent any time together this summer. Now you just go upstairs and unpack. Okay, mom, I thought about what you said. And you know that Monique is going to be there 24-7 with Sebastian. So I don't know. I was just thinking that maybe she could show me the ropes on the whole debutant thing. This is so exciting. I have in all capital letters, Daphne, you bought that? Yeah, these kids are really good at manipulating their parents. (laughs) So we're pulling up to Illyria. Illyria, by the way, is the name of the country where the play actually takes place, the Shakespeare play. Is it really? Yes, so that's where that comes from. Okay, And I see what you did there. (laughs) And we get one of those, quote, getting out of the car introductions. (laughs) In slow motion, van sneakers, crisp khakis, dark blue uniform, jagged and tie. Can I be 100% honest? What? When it gets to her face, (laughs) I'm just like, I do not buy it. (laughs) I 100% do not buy it. But you know what? Viola doesn't think anyone's going to buy it either. She literally (laughs) takes two steps out of the car and she says hi to some other guy. This guy goes, sup. And then she turns right around and says, oh my God, he knew. all the way here. I did your hair. I did your makeup. You're going to go and do this. Grow a pair. I love it. (laughs) She goes to the boys dorm, which is obviously a madhouse on move-in day. She gets to her room and this is where we meet Duke Orsino. I have in my notes, pause for swoon. Hey. Hey. What up? What's your name? Sebastian Hastings. Duke Orsino. This is Andrew and Toby. They live next door. Yeah, freshman dorms that away, Twiglet. Seriously, how old are you? I skipped a couple grades. <laughs> Channing Tatum was a skinny little nobody. Like, she comes right into the room, and the first thing you see is Channing Tatum shirt off. Oh, yeah. And yes. then she shuts the door, and she's like, hey. Hey! <laughs> what up? She forgets to put on her man voice. Yeah. Which is awful, by the way. Yeah, no, her like, man, it's like, not I convincing. seriously do not buy it the whole time. <laughs> Viola starts getting into it with Duke about, you know, when soccer tryouts and like, so you play the beautiful game? <laughs> the beautiful game, yes. bro? Brothers? Like, brother? Like, like, I hate the way <laughs> that she thinks men are talking to each other. No, I love how this movie explores the social dynamics of high school boys. It's awful. No, it's awful, and we'll come back to that, but also how she, as a high school girl, interprets those social dynamics Uh and tries to mimic them. It's like an alien trying to mimic human behavior. So also in the room, Duke, is Toby and Andrew. Toby is the guy with the dreads, and Andrew is the other one. And so Viola is unpack Sebastian, I should say. Yeah, no. Viola is unpacking her bag, (laughs) and what do you know, a tampon falls out, (laughs) and it's the first thing Duke sees, and Duke's like, oh, wait a minute, why do you have tampons in your booth? (laughs) And like the the look that is on Amanda Bynes' face. I get really bad nosebleeds. So you stick them up your nose? Yeah. What? You, you've never done that? Oh my, Beckham does it all the time. Seriously? Yes. Look, I'll just show you how to do it. Ah. Hey, 
take that off and whatever that is. And you stick it right in. It absorbs right up. I love how she convinces these boys that David goddamn Beckham does this. She unwraps this tampon applicator, sticks it in her nose and goes, and it just it just sticks right in. <laughs> it absorbs right up. I love Amanda Bynes's comedic timing. I do too. Like she just she has the she has the god-given talent to coordinate facial expression and movement. <laughs> And I think it's because she'd been doing comedy she was since so, she was like, you know, a eight ba- or nine. <laughs> a wee baby Seamus. A wee Bobby Seamus. Like, <laughs> okay, so we are at soccer tryouts. <laughs> the guy, Coach, what's, Coach Dinklage is his name. Is that his name? Yeah. I've been writing, the, literally the first thing I wrote about him was he looks like a Bond villain. It's just, he's he's got the meatiest head. Like if he was an animal, he'd be a hammerhead shark. And you know why I say that? Why? Because he played a shark on SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> We're going through it, and Coach Dinklage is like, "All right, I want to see some skin. <laughs> Shirts off. Let's get in the mud." And Viola manages to get out of it by convincing him that she's allergic to the sun. Okay. Shirts and skin. <clears throat> P- pardon me, sir. I have to be a shirt. What? I'm allergic to the sun. You're allergic to the sun. Very, very, very deathly, deathly allergic. Well, we like to accommodate here at Ileria, so I'll follow you around with a parasol. Right, Nancy boy? <laughs> it's like she came up with that in the moment. Like, we get, like, she can't be running around, titties flapping around. They're going to know she's a girl. I know. So, yeah, that's the... But I just love how easily she got away with that. Yeah, she gets away with too much, in, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> this should have derailed much quicker than it does. <laughs> After a little tryouts montage... We're being split into two strings, first string, second string. I guess that's how sports work. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't know a lot about sports, but I do know that it's a little disheartening to be on second string. You second stringers, don't take it too hard. You're just as much part of this team as the first stringers. Apart from, of course, playing the game part. Shula, Potensky, Hastings, second string. She's just having a little trouble keeping up with the boys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Viola makes second string for the Illyria Armadillos. I forgot that they were the Armadillos. (laughs) And guess what? It's shower time. Oh, yeah. And so we're in the locker room, and Viola is paralyzed with fear, doesn't know what to do. She's getting shoved closer to the shower. She's like, I can't take my clothes off in here. She's dirty. She's muddy. And... Coach Dinklage comes in and is like, Hastings, no shower for you. And Hastings like, oh, okay. And she's being summoned by the headmaster. We need to talk about David Cross. I love David Cross. I, he's all right. He's, like, he's well- fucking weird in this movie. <laughs> he plays Principal Gould. And Principal Gould, he's that teacher. He's, uh, <laughs> he's something else. Hello, sir. Heard you, <clears throat> heard you wanted to see me. I'd like to say Welcome. Welcome to Illyria. Welcome, 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 welcome to Illyria. I just wanted to have you in to say welcome. See how you're doing. He's just keeping an eye on transfer students, I guess. Yeah, no, I guess Gould was a transfer student himself, and so he has a soft spot for the transfers. I don't even know what that means. And so basically this is a plot device telling Viola that it's going to be much harder for her to keep 
under the radar. Because <laughs> Admin is watching. Because Admin is taking a special interest. When that awkward meeting comes to an end, Viola is literally running out of his office and smacks right into Olivia Lennox. Olivia gets all of her books knocked out of her hand by Viola flailing out of Gould's office. Viola forgets who she is for a minute. Ooh, cute shoes. Oh, you think so? I got my anthropology. No way, they have shoes there? Oh yeah, right by the accessories. Huh. <clears throat> Here are your books. Thanks. Well, I, I guess I you know go take care of some guy stuff. Olivia is visibly taken with quote Sebastian. Yeah. Like she thinks his little baby face is adorable. Yeah. So now now we're at lunch and we're trying to bond with the boys, the soccer bros. Olivia and her friend like walk into the lunchroom and I have in my notes the boys are gross. Yeah. Check out the booty on that blonde. Uh-oh, don't talk about her that way. Oh, that's your girlfriend. <laughs> he wishes. Until recently, she was dating this college guy, but he dumped her, and I hear she's a total mess right now, like really vulnerable. Confidence, self-esteem is way down. In man words, it's time to pound. Exactly. That's so gross. I'm gonna call your mother, sir, yeah. and tell her what you just said. And so, later that night... Uh, yeah, we meet Malcolm Feces. That is not his name. Malcolm Festus <laughs> is his name. Because, like, Viola wants to bathe. Yeah. We haven't been able to take a lot of liberating showers <laughs> no. because we're female. Yes. And uh, we can't do that very well in the boys' dorm. So, because it's very late. Oh, yeah. And then Malcolm Stis, Who's probably been up studying. Who is this, you know, tall, white, blonde-headed egomaniac. I love that he comes in and he gasps at the <laughs> sight of Viola and he's like... <gasps> Malcolm Festi's dorm director. Shower shoes are to be worn in the bathroom at all times except when in the actual shower. Did you not read your dorm life pamphlet? It was in your cubby. Sup now? Duke walks in right behind him and fucking whips him in the head with a towel. <laughs> he goes it. down. It's hilarious. The noise it makes when it hits his head. It's hilarious. I can't. Listen, that's not okay. Bullying's not okay. But that's hilarious. So Viola shoots on out of the bathroom. Viola's asleep. Viola's having a dream. <laughs> Viola's having a dream in which there is a big game going on and everyone's acting like animals. It's very low lit. <laughs> They're yeah, on a soccer field and everything's dark. That cool blue filter yeah. and like the blur. Viola is not in her Sebastian getup, but she is rather in her debutante dress. That big frilly pink thing her mother wanted her to wear. I think it's one big metaphor. I know. <laughs> and so she's dodging and kicking and trying to get this ball into the goal with... All in this dress. Everything is in slow motion and super exaggerated. Hey, Stakes, are you deaf? Come on, let's go! Get your butt out there! Come on! Get out! She gets it all the way down the field, and then right at the last second, she just falls on her ass when she tries to kick it. We're jerked out of that and... Back in, into real life. Yeah, and we're getting a little bit um of soccer initiation rise and shine welcome to I said oh god we're being hazed oh no 
So they have all the newbies, all the fresh meat. They have them all. Stop it. Well, in this case, we've all been put into the showers, turned the water on, and now we're coating you in oatmeal. Viola's just like, oh, fuck no, I'm not, because they're like, take your clothes off. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh. This is not okay. And so Viola falls to the ground, crawls over to the fire alarm, and sets it off so she doesn't have to deal with that. Guys, can I just say, college hazing is not a joke. It's not. People die. They do. Like... Like, that shit's not cool. There is irreversible bodily damage that is done to young men and women. It has happened. All over the country. It has definitely happened. And I got to tell you, it's not a strong foundation for friendship, in my opinion. Definitely, definitely not. You're going to make me eat cat food off of someone's abdomen? I don't think so. She calls Paul the next day and begs him to pick her up. I, I frankly don't blame her after that nonsense. I know. Hello, my life sucks. I'm done. What? Everybody thinks I'm a huge geek loser deviant. I'll never even see the field against Cornwall, and I smell so bad. I'm convulsing people. Pick me up, take me home, and make sure I never do anything like this again. Everyone thinks I'm weird. (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah, you're very badly trying to be a boy. (laughs) Yeah, you're not, this is not something you're necessarily good at. Rather than come and pick her up, though, he's got a movie trope in mind. It's very Cyrano de Beaujolais. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and... So we're in a restaurant, some pizzeria, one of those college hangouts. If you go to Ball State, you're in Greeks. Yes, no, yeah. And uh, (laughs) we're in some pizza parlor. They're going to do this super staged thing where Paul wears an earpiece and gives Viola instructions. And like two of her other girlfriends who we really haven't talked about at all, they're going to come in and pretend to hit on him. Yeah. So he looks like a stud in front of the soccer bros. It's Kia and Yvonne. Duke... Toby and Andrew are sitting in the pizza parlor and they're eating and Sebastian walks in, Viola walks in, <laughs> and and then Kia, <laughs> Paul's like, enter Kia. <laughs> and Kia, who looks, she looks good. <laughs> I like Kia. You like I Kia? I like Kia. <laughs> okay. And Kia comes up and is like, Sebastian. Hey, girls. Oh. How you doing, baby? I'm not the same without you. I know. I'm mm. sorry. New school, new baby. Yeah. I miss you, Sebastian. <laughs> I've been thinking about you a lot. Especially at night. Sweet. And late. Even better. Okay, did she just say that to Sebastian? What just happened? And it's like loving all over her and like grabbing her ass. And it's like telling her, I'm going to think about you tonight. Ew. Late. Stop. In the dark. No. And like the boys are like, what the, what the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> oh, and then we have a new problem. Because Monique walks in. Uh-oh. Because Monique doesn't know that real Sebastian is off in London, yeah. right? And so she's expecting to find him here. Yes. And Paul sees Monique and goes, not good. And then like gets up in front of Viola. And she's like, what do I do? And he goes, stay away from her. You can't let her see you. She'll recognize it's you immediately. So now we have this farcical sort of problem where Viola gets to do all of this prop comedy. Yes. In order to obscure her face <laughs> So that Monique, Monique doesn't see. Yeah. All the while insulting her. Hella. Oh, yeah, it's bad because she won't accept the fact that they're not a couple anymore. I don't want to talk to you, crazy Sebastian. Come back here. You're hot, Monique. Smoking hot. Come here. But there are plenty of hot girls out there. Come back here and talk to me. And the truth is, you have absolutely nothing else to offer. And when my eyes are closed, I see you for what you truly are, which is ugly. 
actually works. This like, stunt buys her ticket in with the boys. She suddenly has their respect. Like I th- hate that. I know. I hate that that's the way it was and is probably. And so yeah, um you have to be a dick to women to be friends with men. I mean, that's apparently the, that's the message we seem to be getting here. So we're in a science class of some kind. Yeah, I just kept I just kept writing chem class. Yeah. That's the easiest thing. And we're getting lab partners. Also, this is where we learn that Toby has a thing for the nerdy girl Eunice. Who we haven't really talked about yet. Eunice is a headgear girl. She, God bless her soul. She's probably, She's got bad teeth. She got a whole headgear thing going on. She's adorable, though. Toby has the hots for Eunice. I know. And I'm like, what? I, it's so great, He's though. really hoping he'll get paired with Eunice when they break off into lab partners. Please take a slip and read off the name of your lab partner. Eunice Bates? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Be nice. Yeah. She got a little something-something. So we break off into lab partners, and guess who Viola gets? Olivia. Olivia Lennox, to which Duke protests highly. Duke is very upset, because Duke wants on that. Oh yeah, he is infatuated with Olivia. Like, it's more than just lechery, the way he and his boys act. Viola's like, why are you blushing for? And he goes, shut up, I'm not blushing. I find him absolutely adorable in this movie. He's very good in this movie. At points. Yeah, I can't believe that nobody wanted him in those days. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's Olivier. I'm saying he's a treat. Yeah, he, he he's a delight. He really is. Oh, you know her? Talked to her for like a second. About what? She gave you the nod. Yeah, dude. she did a good one, too. Yeah, she gives good okay, nod. Could everybody please calm down? I can't believe you got her as a lab partner. Hey, switch me. <laughs> I can't. I said her name out loud. Oh, you got Olivia. Dude, she just gave you the nod. Yeah, she gives good nod. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. Olivia is really sweet. She is. She's also really stupid. Anyone who has eyes can see that that is Amanda Bynes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, I know. I know. I just can't believe that she's falling for this hook, line, and sinker. (laughs) I know. Like, she is infatuated with Sebastian. After class, Duke pulls, quote, Sebastian aside. Did you say anything about me? <laughs> no. No? Was I supposed to? This, this, this is perfect. You get to spend an hour with her every other day. You can convince her to go out with me. Dude, she had that option for like three and a half years. Okay, I'll tell you what. You do this, I'll work with you on your soccer. I'll make you good enough to make first string. By the Cornwall game? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. You got a deal. You're the man. Yes, I am. Montage time. We have a soccer fitness montage. Amanda Bynes actually did most of the soccer playing. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And she didn't know how to play when she started. Soccer? Football, as they call it in Europe? Yes, absolutely. I think, in some ways, harder than like football of the main it's all with your feet i know of the mainstream sports that's the one it's my favorite to watch because it's crazy from start to finish it's not like baseball where like we could have like two to three minutes of people doing nothing oh my god when they kick the ball and it hits viola right in the crotch and she does not react at all (laughs) all the boys are like ooh. Oh, for the love of God! 
Okay, we have to talk about Malcolm, the school creep. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> so this fucker is psycho. He's also infatuated with Olivia. I mean, who isn't at this point? There is a huge throw pillow <laughs> on his bed with Olivia's face on it. Yeah. And I'm like, where'd you get the picture? <laughs> and why'd you get the pillow made? It's not funny. It's so creepy. We're in his dorm room. We are. He is lamenting to his pet tarantula, Malvolio. I wait three years for Olivia and then some transfer student comes in and suddenly she's acting like some obsessed love-struck teenager. I'm not gonna take that line down, Malvolio. It doesn't stop there, though. He's got pictures of Olivia all over his wall. I can't. (laughs) This is not okay. This man's gonna hurt somebody. (laughs) Malcolm decides that he's going to, quote, dig up dirt on, quote, Sebastian. I don't understand how fragile men with nothing to do come to this point. It's because women are all prizes. I guess. To these men. And they the women are prizes and they're worth nitpicking over. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, you, you really don't have to do that, bud. Like, just because you pissed on her leg first doesn't mean she doesn't have a say. The way you put that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, though? Yeah, you're right. Like, she, it's her choice, you weirdo. Yeah. So we're back in the dorm. This is also where we learned that Duke is uncomfortable talking to girls. Duke's a softy. Yeah. They start role playing. Like, be like you know, Viola's going to be the girl and, and he's going to be him. Come on. <laughs> Ask me some questions. And if the chemistry's right, things will just start flowing. Uh, questions about what? Anything. Ask me if I like cheese. Um, okay. Do you like Cheese? Well, why, yes, I do. My favorite's Gouda. This is when Viola's mom calls to remind Sebastian about the Junior League Carnival. Sebastian, honey, this is your mother. I'm just calling to remind you about the carnival tomorrow. You and your sister promised you'd both be there. Bye-bye. Crap! Forgot about that! Wait, your mom's in Junior League? Yeah, how'd you know? So is mine. I gotta go, too. Olivia's gonna be there. And my sister, and Monique, and you, and my mom. Great. Oh boy, we've got two dates to the same dance. Everybody's gonna be there. So Olivia gets to work the kissing booth. Oh, that's right. And so Olivia walks by Viola and is like, Hey, I'm working the kissing booth. Come see me. I love (laughs) carnivals. And Viola's just like, Ah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and Duke takes off. And Viola's like, Duke, where are you going? He goes, where the fuck do you think I'm going? I'm going to the kissing booth. We've dealt with this shtick once before, right? With Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Viola has to be in and out of the porta potty and other changing spots all day, in and out of Sebastian disguise. First, she's Viola. She goes to say hi to her mom. Honey, you look like a lady. It's a miracle. I know. My God. Did you take it down a notch? You look like such a lady. It's a miracle. It really is. So Monique's getting you all excited about being a debutante, huh? Super duper excited. Have a good carnival. Oh, oh, my little petunia, where do you think you're going? You have the next shift at the kissing booth. And where's your brother? He's late for the cotton candy cart. And she also runs into Justin. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate it. And Justin's like, hey, we need to talk. He's being a real Monique about this. No one breaks up over a stupid soccer issue, okay? Can you just be a girl for five seconds, huh? For five seconds? Okay, um, first of all, it's not a stupid soccer issue, and you're a jerk. Oh, look at that! Time's up! You're the 
I love that. Holding up her hand, like counting it off. Most of this is happening to that Veronica song, which I was absolutely obsessed with. When she's changing back into Sebastian on the ride. Do you remember those rides? I do. How and did you she want do it, that? And how you always wanted to die when you got off those rides. I know, and she's changing. I How? How? Duke is almost up for Olivia at the kissing booth. Yeah, it's fine. It's going to be his turn. This is the moment he's been waiting for. Andrew thinks it's appropriate to announce it, that this is a day of reckoning. I know. And she's already lip-locked with this guy who won't unlock. And she looks like she's in so much discomfort. She looks like she's she's ready to give. <laughs> Viola runs in as Viola. Because it's her turn. It's her turn. And like right before Duke gets to Olivia, it switches out for Viola. <laughs> Like, really? Man, I can't catch a break. <laughs> He's going to kiss Viola anyway because, again, he paid for it. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should kiss you now. I, I gave that girl my ticket and I, I waited in line. Oh, it's least I can do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Here I, here I go. And the kiss goes well. Yeah. It, it's prolonged. She is into him now. You see it happen. This is where I wrote, this is gay. <laughs> what? This is really gay. Yeah? And you know why? Why? Because anyone with eyes knows that that's the same person. <laughs> and I think somewhere deep down, Duke must have always known. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. You think he had one of those Lee Shang moments where he was like, he what? doesn't talk to other dudes the way he talks to Sebastian. That's true. That's true. And he thinks he's a boy the whole time. But like other boys that he's friends with don't talk like Sebastian. Exactly. So J guess who decides to horn in? <laughs> Justin. I hate this fucker. <laughs> Excuse me, doofus. Making out with my girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Oh, you're you're Sebastian's sister? And you're about to die. Okay, you know what, guys? Can we um just dial it down and just step away, okay? You know what? She's right. I'm gonna see you on the soccer field and we'll settle this all then. Okay, Duke. Or we can straighten it out right here. Justin starts a fist fight in front of the Junior League and everyone. This fight involves Justin, Duke, and Viola. Yeah, she's jumping on Justin's back trying to get him to lay off. And, like, the thing that does it, I don't know who tackles who into it, <laughs> but um, a popcorn cart died in the making of this movie. <laughs> yeah, it was upended. They smashed through it. After a tragic collision. I don't know how they didn't get terrible cuts. We have Daphne run up with Cheryl, who is like the president of this junior league or whatever. Viola, stop. This isn't ladylike. There is no room for violence here. This is a lovely children's carnival. God damn it. Both of you, out. Now. She's so great. <laughs> like, Cher Cheryl, chill. <laughs> I almost said Cheryl, chill. <laughs> <laughs> so Viola gets back to the dorm as Sebastian. Duke has a tampon sticking out of his nose because he's got a bloody nose. I just love that when you walk in, you can't even see his face because he's twirling a ball in front of it. <laughs> Where were you today? You just disappeared. Oh, I was, oh my God. You, and he's like, oh yeah, sorry. Borrowed one of your tampons. <laughs> He's retelling the whole story of the afternoon and Viola has to pretend she wasn't involved. I got into it with your sister's ex. Wait, really? Why? He saw me and her kind of making out at the kissing booth. Wait, you kissed her? 
Like when she's encouraging him to kiss his sister, really. Like you should ask Viola out. Yeah, yeah. Now she's starting to push her own agenda. Because now she knows he's a great kisser. Yeah. I love this because Viola's trying to give him advice. And we have these repeated instances in the movie where Viola says the more sensitive feminine thing or whatever. Only to turn right around and say the gross thing. And then, yeah, then she catches herself. And this one's my favorite. I am not sure that you and Olivia really mesh well together, you know? I mean, but you and Viola, I mean, be magic. I don't know. What does your heart tell you? Huh? I mean, which one would you rather see naked? I can't get over it. And Duke's like, why do you always talk about girls in such graphic terms? Viola has no concrete response to that. She's just kind of like, well, I mean, we're we're dudes. You know, that's how we talk. I don't know. I just look, I just think that in relationships should be more than just the physical stuff. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. That stuff's important, but I don't know. When I'm with someone, I want to be able to talk about other stuff. Like, I don't know, serious stuff. Stuff I can't talk about, you know, with anyone else. Duke's a big softy. I know. Duke's a big softy, and I want him to put me on my back. Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm You know what? You're right. I've been walking around with my tongue dragging the ground, yeah. so you're, you're allowed that. What? actually makes me very sad here is that the way he talks about it you can tell that these feelings make him feel weird like he's doing something wrong yeah and he thinks that this sensitivity is a negative quality and i just have in my notes masculinity can be toxic really no <laughs> yeah i know seriously so there's this thing that people do in high school <laughs> it's called the jealousy game Oh, boy. And that's where you use someone to make someone else jealous. And we have a prime example right here. Mm-hmm. Olivia is done. Oh, yeah. Olivia's done waiting for Sebastian to get the message, a.k.a. Viola. Yeah. And so they're, like, all in the gym, like the school gym or whatever. Oh, yeah, when Duke she- is lifting weights and yes. Viola is pretending to lift weights and is just staring at him <laughs> in a daydreamy glaze. He is nice to look at. And so guess who Olivia marks? Hey, Duke. Sebastian. Olivia. Olivia. What are you bench pressing these days, Duke? 225. Very impressive. <laughs> Thanks. By the way, in case anyone wanted my opinion, this is not cool what she's doing. No, not at all. What she's suggesting yeah. that she do. This is not cool. She's going to use Duke to make... Duke actually likes her. Yeah, like, it's not cool at all. Right before Olivia starts her shit, Viola's like, you should call my sister. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, I think I will. And, and then Olivia walks up in front of Viola trying to make her jealous. And Viola gets immediately pissed and territorial. Right in front of Viola, Olivia asks if Duke wants to have dinner at Cesario's. Yeah. Which, like, by the way, that was the name that Viola uses in the play. Oh, really? Cesario, yeah. They make plans and she Viola goes after Olivia and... I don't even know where to start with this conversation because it's based on so much misinformation that it's difficult to unpack. Viola, disguised as Sebastian, is trying to dissuade Olivia, who is into Sebastian, from dating Duke, who is infatuated with Olivia, 
And Viola doesn't like it because she's infatuated with Duke. It's too complex. It's so complex. I'm not so sure that you and Duke are a good idea after all. Well, thank you for your concern. And if you're so worried, maybe you should come to Cesario's tonight just to keep an eye on me. We could double. I bet Eunice is available. I'm so there, it's insane. <laughs> Viola brings Eunice because Eunice is easy. I'm not a huge fan of that energy, I'm, Olivia. I'm not, I'm not. What, because she wears headgear? She's non-threatening? So we're in the pizza parlor <laughs> again? <laughs> and Duke and Olivia have nothing to say to each other. They're just sitting there side by side. And Duke just goes, so do you like cheese? <laughs> and Olivia's like, what? He's so awkward and adorable. I don't know how you could be that insecure. Like when Viola and Eunice walk in, they get right up like, oh, thank God, other people. Like, <laughs> she's a person. Ask her about what she likes. He's nervous. I know. He's nervous. He's a high school boy. I'll cut him some slack. I love this little aside because Toby and Andrew are also in the pizza parlor. They're like watching all of this happen. Yeah. Sebastian's with Eunice. She must be harder than I thought she was. Okay, how come when I wanted to ask out Eunice, everyone made fun of me? But now Sebastian likes her and suddenly she's cool? Screw you guys, I hate high school. Everyone's trying to make out in the booth. Like, it's really weird energy. Yeah. Like, Olivia's trying to, like, crawl all over Duke so that Viola will get jealous. Yeah. And Viola, poor Eunice. Yeah. Eunice has not been on a date in a while, no. I suspect, no. if ever. And she just can't stop staring at Viola. It is hysterical. And so, like, I don't remember why or how, but Viola eventually just excuses herself. She's yeah. like, no. She can't, no, she can't deal with Eunice getting all over her. Like, it's getting very after-school special in this booth. And Olivia goes, does Olivia, Olivia goes running after Sebastian. Olivia literally gets up from the table and is like, okay, bye Duke. We should do this another time. And Duke's <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? I know. Like, not cool. Now we got to talk about the debutante lunch. Welcome. My name is Cheryl Lancaster and I'm president of the Stratford Junior League and coordinator of this year's debutante season. Oh, please. Thank you. So guess who else is a debutante? Olivia. Yes. So now Viola has spotted Olivia. First of all, Viola shows up late. Oh, yeah. To she, the function. She follows her into the bathroom and strikes up a conversation about Duke. The look she's giving her as oh she's walking God. up to the mirror, just the sizing up. like. But this is where Olivia spills about having a crush on Sebastian instead. So now it's all coming together in Viola's head. Actually, I don't really like Duke. Um... I have this huge thing for his roommate, Sebastian, and I was just trying to make Sebastian jealous. Yeah, I know it's really wrong to use a person this way, and I feel really terrible about it, but I really, really like Sebastian. <sighs> he's so handsome, and he's not the goonish kind of handsome you see in a lot of guys. He's delicate, like even refined handsome, you know? The next line should have been, you know, you look a lot like Sebastian. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, it, I understand why it makes you so mad. And she admittedly knows it's shitty what she's doing, and but she can't shut up about how much she loves Sebastian. Yeah. And Viola's advice, it's like she's talking to herself. So you just gotta tell everybody the truth, be very, very honest, just let the chips fall where they may. You're right. I know. The next time I see Sebastian, I am gonna march right up to him. You march! And I'm gonna tell him how I feel. You tell yeah. him! And then I'm gonna kiss him so passionately what? that even the people he hates 
will feel pleasure. <laughs> Hello, Viola. Oh, this is not Guess who's in the fucking stall? <laughs> oh my god. Monique's been in the stall the whole time. Stupid. She comes out and immediately starts it with Olivia. Oh, you were the one he dumped in the pizza parlor the other day. No, 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 no. He did not dump me. We're just going through a little bit of a rough patch. Oh, I already dumped you. He dumped you big. It was just like a big, huge dumping. <laughs> <laughs> A cat fight breaks out in the bathroom between all three of them and the head of the junior league, Cheryl. Because it's audible in the dining room. Yeah, she has to come break it up. Once again, Viola gets blamed for everything. There's lots of fighting in this movie. I know. (laughs) So now we've arrived at the part where the charade starts to slowly unravel, right? Yes. In Shakespeare, this is usually achieved by a freak occurrence followed by a genuine misunderstanding. The freak occurrence in this case is that the real Sebastian has arrived home a day early Mm. from London. Fucking shit up. And is arriving on campus. He didn't, he must have called, but nobody got the message because he shows up on campus. It's night. It's dark. Olivia sees him from a distance. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just close your eyes and kiss him. (laughs) And so she does it. She runs right up to him and kisses him on the face. And I'm sorry, any sane human being with eyes would realize that that is not the person. Wake up. I've been waiting for you to open your eyes so I can tell you that I think I'm ready. I'm ready to free fall into the unknown. I'll see you at the game tomorrow. I know they're supposed to be twins, and but this dark. is a movie. It's also and it's dark. Amanda Bynes and this other dude actor, and they look nothing alike. Yeah, the misunderstanding is Duke witnesses all of this. Yes. Because she just runs away. She's like, meet me at the soccer game tomorrow. Yeah. And just runs away. And Duke witnesses all of it go down. And the real Sebastian is just like, what the? He's in no way phase. Yeah, he's like, what's going on with that? He's like, I'm going to like this school. Mm -hmm. We cut to Monique checking messages on her machine. Hey, Monique, it's Sebastian. I don't know if Viola told you I'm in London, but I'm heading home a day early. Listen, I've been thinking we really need to talk. London? And this blows the lid off the whole thing. Now Monique knows there's something up. So Viola comes back to the dorm and Duke is obviously mad at her. Duke is upset. But she doesn't know why. This all disintegrates very quickly. I saw you kissing him when you got out the cab, man. Cab? What cab? We were supposed to be friends. We are friends. No, you don't even know the meaning of the word. Okay, Olivia never liked you, okay? She was just using you to make me jealous. Viola, she's crazy about you, and she hasn't since the first moment that you kissed her. Oh, yeah? Her. I bet that's part of your little plan. Distract me so you can move in right next to Olivia. No! That is not what happened! No, you, you and your sister have a good life! It all happens so fast from the moment he starts taking her to task to the moment he throws her out. And she has to go stay with Eunice. <laughs> I've never had a roommate before. <laughs> Apparently no one will be Eunice's roommate. So, it's the day of the big Cornwall Illyria game. Sebastian is actually in his bed now. (laughs) Yeah, Um, the real Sebastian. He came in at night. He came in in the middle of the night. Duke is not going to wake him up. Duke's pissed. Oh, yeah. And so Andrew and Toby burst into Sebastian and Duke's room. He was like, 
Hastings, what the fuck? Get the fuck up. Yeah. You're going to be late for the game. We got a game. And real Sebastian's like, what? And I hate that he goes with it. I know, because he thinks they're just going to the soccer game. Yeah. He doesn't know that they're going to play. Yeah. And so, and that's where this hot girl was supposed to meet him, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, Malcolm has been up all night. He's been combing yearbooks looking for pictures of Sebastian Hastings mm-hmm. in the Cornwall yearbook. And he realizes that he has a twin sister. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of comes together for him in that moment. Yeah. And this is where Monique is trying to get fake Sebastian's attention yeah. in the hallway. Sebastian, open up. It's Monique. You have got a lot of explaining to do, followed by a very long night of groveling. He's not here. Take his stupid cell phone. Justine calls every 10 seconds. This is where Malcolm intercepts her. Yeah. Like, oh, we can help each other. An an unholy alliance has been formed between Monique (laughs) and Malcolm. Malcolm and Monique go to ghoul with this. Yeah. This this idea that it's Viola in a wig. Gould, for whatever reason, hatches this plan. We'll get to it. We're on the field. Mm-hmm. And um, both Sebastian and Viola's parents have arrived. What is the big emergency? I canceled my squash game for this. I don't know. All the principal gold said was that we were needed at Sebastian's soccer game. Viola hasn't woken for the game. Yeah. Viola wakes up. It's sunny outside. Eunice is sitting on the opposite unmade bed. (laughs) It's just a mattress with a cupcake. (laughs) Just watching her sleep. And she wakes up. She's like, ah! (laughs) Eunice! Why didn't you wake me? <laughs> you looked so serene. Stop. Oh, and my then, God. Like, Viola's grabbing all of her shit. Sebastian is just getting sucked into one thing after another. I have in my notes, does Sebastian even realize he's about to play soccer? Like, they hand him a uniform, put face paint on him. Like, I don't think he just goes with it. So remember, the Cornwall captain is douchebag Justin, mm-hmm. ex-boyfriend Justin. And Duke is the captain of the Illyria team. So... This the, is a real face-off. The Eagles and the Armadillos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got much to say to you. Except for who's gonna bring that blood and pain? Black and red! Yeah. This ain't gonna be no game. This is a war. Yeah! yeah. Who's gonna bring that blood and pain? Who, 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 starts happening to an all-American reject song. <laughs> Viola can't change into her uniform because Sebastian's already wearing it. Like, Sebastian, <laughs> Sebastian's trying to play soccer. And he's being awful. Dinklage is upset. Oh, yeah. Dinklage is desert storm upset. <laughs> this is where the principal, Malcolm, and Monique all interrupt the game to expose this right here on the field. I want to know why Gould's brain cells did acrobats to re- to concoct this plan to expose this to the entire community. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed alumni, uh, friends and family of Sebastian Hastings, I am grievously sad Uh-oh. to inform you that Sebastian Hastings is a girl. <laughs> Do we really need the megaphone? Gets out onto the field. With a megaphone, and it's like, Sebastian Hastings here is really his twin sister, Viola, posing as him. Viola's underneath the bleachers listening to all this happen. And Sebastian's freaked. Um, everyone, I am a boy. <laughs> I am not a girl. <laughs> I love his energy. I'm a boy. I promise. Prove it. 
Okay. So he drops Trow in front of the entire stadium. I I hate that Roger's response to that is, that's my boy. I know, I know. I love how that comes back. Eunice is my favorite. She goes, soccer is the world's favorite sport. And it's like, can we get back to the game now, please? Yeah. Coach benches Sebastian because he's literally playing like he's never played before. Yeah. At halftime, Viola pulls him under the bleachers, and most of the misunderstandings are cleared up in a few lines of dialogue. What, why did you look like me? I pretended to be you for the last two weeks so I could prove that I could play in the boys' soccer team. Oh, yes. Okay, okay, cool. No, wait, what? I don't have time to explain this to you right now. Why are you wearing my uniform? I just came here to find the amazing girl that kissed me last night. Olivia? She was all over me, but she kissed me and then recited my own lyrics. That's the kiss that Duke saw. Wait, are, th- are those real? Oh, yeah, I'm Grace Hyperns now. No. no one notices this switch because before, Sebastian had all that face paint on, right? Mm-hmm. And now Viola's made it look like she's just washed some off. Yeah. So it's going to be seamless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Flawless transition. <laughs> We get a montage of it going better for Illyria because now they're playing with Viola now. Yeah. The score's all tied up, and Viola, as Sebastian, has decided that now she needs to get in Duke's face yeah. about the fact that he won't play ball. Yeah. Literally. He literally won't give her the ball. Duke, I know you're mad at me. Don't talk to me. You know what? I didn't do what you did. Get out of my face. Nothing is going on with me and Olivia. When the game is over, I'll explain everything to you. But for right now, you don't have to like me, but I'm your teammate, okay? And I want to beat these guys. I have to beat these guys. Uh, fellas, if we're not disturbing you, we have a little soccer game we'd like to finish. Get back in the net, man. Oh, what? You're going to hit my fist with your face? You want to see me doing? Get out. Let's go. Dude, stop it. You guessed it. Another fist fight breaks out. While this is happening and the coach is running in there to break it up. Gould has the megaphone. (laughs) And you can hear him faintly in the background go, if you want to roughhouse, stay 500 yards away from the property. (laughs) God. This is when Olivia runs out onto the field, and this is the beginning of the end here, because Viola's out of lies. Yes. She has been backed into a corner, and she just kind of blurts it out. Here's the truth. I love you. Huh? I beg your pardon? What? All right, what are you... That's just a little weird. Yeah. Ooh, some veiled homophobia there. Yeah. Like, I get it. He's not into dudes, but you don't have to act like you're going to get a disease that's, there, Duke. That's a little weird. Yeah, like, it's okay. Viola's like, all right, everybody, gather around for the shock of your lives. Yeah. And she de-drags. Uh-huh. I'm not Sebastian. I'm Viola. The girls' team at Cornwall got cut, and the guys wouldn't let me go out for their team. So, I've been pretending to be my brother while he was in London for the past two weeks. But my brother came home early, and that's who you saw kissing Olivia, and that's who played the first half. Just because you wear a wig doesn't prove you're a girl. Okay, then. It is! Merciful Jesus. Flashes boobs. Now both Hastings' children have exposed themselves to an entire community. I love how the dad is up in the stands, and I fully expected this to be like a double standard type thing where he's like, oh, no. But instead, he's just like, is it just me or does this soccer game have more nudity than most? I love it. I love it. Who on earth wrote this Remember the Titans moment for Channing Tatum? Like, yeah, I didn't really all, dig this. All the horn section in the background. I mean, in the moment, 
Duke decides that she is good enough to play for them. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness. And some have greatness thrust upon them. I think the best chance for us to be great here today is to have you play. <laughs> we're not totally cool yet, yeah. but it's well, nice. For the sake of the game, we're gonna start behaving. And guess what? Viola wins the game. I knocks her ex on his ass and wins the game. The abuse of physics in this kick, because she doesn't kick it into the goal. She kicks it against the frame of the goal, and then it bounces off Channing Tatum, and then she kicks it, she does the backflip kick Mm -hmm. into the goal. So yeah, it, it's all cool and hunky-dory, and Duke is still, I think, a little upset Oh yeah, he, at the whole betrayal. He has been deceived, and yeah. like everybody else is hooking up. Viola introduces Sebastian to Olivia. Yeah. Toby asks Eunice out. Yeah. It's so adorable. I know. I want to barf. Yeah, it's I so do too, because, uh Duke won't make nice with Viola. She invites him to the debutante ball with a cheesogram. Yeah, she sends him this giant-ass wheel of Gouda. I love it. My favorite's Gouda. We cut to the debutante ball. Viola's outside the event, and she's not done up. She doesn't think Duke's going to show up. She just, like, walks outside and standing by this lake. It's, like, very misty. Yeah. It's It's very, it's almost spooky. And then we see a figure appearing in the background in the mist, and she's just like, I didn't think you'd show up. It really means a lot to me that you're here. Say something. I gotta turn the sprinklers on. It's the groundskeeper. (laughs) I can't. It's so funny. Oh, God. But then she turns around, and there's Duke. There he is, looking his best. He looks good. Sorry. (laughs) (gasps) A boy. I know, yeah, that's very Sarah from Hocus Pocus right now. So what brings you here? Well, a few days ago, I kissed this girl at a kissing booth. And now, I just can't seem to stop thinking about it. Neither can she. Plus, I miss my roommate. (laughs) I really liked him. It's so sweet. Like, maybe if I'd known you were a girl, things would be different. Yeah, that's gay. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know he says if you were a girl, but that's gay. I'm just... I just love how he's like, it's... Is it cool if you're a girl from here on out? Yeah. Like, please. And, of course, we cut to the ball... Everyone's being introduced, and I have in my notes, Bueller. Bueller? Because she reads Viola's name. Cheryl reads Viola's name, and Viola doesn't immediately appear. Viola Hastings. She eventually walks out on stage with Duke, And I love that they held this detail back, but the dress she ends up in, it is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I love the green. It's an an unexpected choice. I expected like pink or white, but it's a very lovely green and it's form-fitting. It's not this bushy cupcake looking thing. (laughs) 
montage set to another All-American Rejects song. We see that Viola and Duke are a power couple playing together on the Illyria soccer team because now boys and girls can play on the Illyria soccer team. And everything really worked out for everybody in Yay, the end. feminism! <laughs> I mean, I don't really think it's that deep. You know what I wrote in my notes? I think the message gets a little muddled it, by the whole relationship obsession. No, yeah, like many Shakespeare shows, we tend to lose the meaning there at the very end. I love a good Shakespeare adaptation. Like, I don't know if I'd necessarily call this that, but for all intents and purposes, it's pretty pretty all right. Mark another film down under reasons why men and women should just play on the same team. Exactly. Like, I mean, I can't believe that's pretty much the, the sports theme, two episodes out of the month, but yeah. Another reason why I really liked this movie when I was a teenager, I kind of already touched on this, but like, you know how women look at men and they're like, I wonder what they're really thinking. It's peanuts and cracker jacks up here, let me tell you. <laughs> This movie gets into a lot of, like, high school male-to-male social dynamics. You know, the need to, you know, look tough in front of your boys, and you can't be sensitive, and and you can't really show a lot of emotion. We should acknowledge that they were conditioned to be that way. Yes, absolutely. It also, like, going forward from having seen this, I tried to encourage that healthy expression of emotion in my male friends. It's like, are you having a problem? Let's talk about it. And but but a lot of boys never got that and continued to be that way. They never grew out of it. Yeah. I know. I remember college. And <laughs> and you know, I honestly didn't think that this conversation was going to get that deep. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was shocking myself as I was taking notes. I was like, "You know what? This movie has a lot of messages about toxic masculinity." Yes. So that's just my take on it. This is a classic Amanda Bynes staple for me because the thing about Amanda Bynes films is that she literally carries the whole thing. She steals the show. Like, yeah. She stole Big Fat Liar from Frankie Muniz. Exactly. If you ask me. Like, she carries so many movies. She really does. And I I, I, I love her as a comedian and it makes me really sad that she's not doing better. But yeah. um, she is doing better now. I, I did a little research and... She she's working through it. Things got a little bit better there for a second, but I think they went back down. You know, keep her in your thoughts because she pleased a lot of us throughout our childhood and she kept us laughing. So I think we owe it to her to think about her once in a while. Amanda, you're not listening to this, but if you are, <laughs> we love you. And we just want to say, Amanda, please. Amanda, please. Get better. Yes. Amanda, please. Amanda, get please. Pretty big episode coming up, guys, believe it or not. No spoilers. Oh, God. But we've got our first two-parter coming up. Mm-hmm. And so while we prepare for that, next week we're going to be ranking our top 10 female performances within the time frame of the movies we discussed. Yes. We had to limit it, guys. Ross is already not great at making choices. I became paranoid. Choice. He was not, he's not great at making choices to begin with. I'm a whiny little switch who couldn't make a decision <laughs> if he wanted to. In the meantime, you can go follow us on Twitter and... Go on. Oh, don't do this. Let's do it. Go on, do it. 
In the meantime, you can go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. I don't like this. It's And very... then also remember that you can write, write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. More quality content come to you from Kicking and Streaming. Until then, I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And as always, sorry, sorry Mom. Mom.